0: what up everybody i'm back uh you know i wasn't gonna do this i wasn't even planning on doing this I've uh, been a minute but i wasn't even planning on doing an episode but my boy boat hit me up and say hey when are you gonna record a pod bro so if he was feeding for an episode thank thank the goat boat if you know you know boat's a good dude fuck with him Uh, yeah, it's another another corner tray. It's another episode of me talking hoops, Celtics, whatever, whatever's on my mind. I do got a lot to talk about, though, because, uh, we're about, like, what, 16, 15 games in for most most teams, so that's a good chunk of the season. Uh, you know, we, we, we know who's who a little bit, right? We, you know, what teams are slightly about, you know, what, you know, you can kind of see where things are gonna go uh you get a good uh picture of the landscape uh who who are the early favorites who's gonna be who's gonna struggle who's kind of has that you know that oh this team could jump up on you if things go right later in the season kind of vibe, and we have the you know the you know the garbage teams already who just are just like all right. <laughs> Let's look at who's fucking coming out of college, right? You know, you got the Wizards and the Pistons. I uh, just seen, I just just saw a score. Of the The fucking Wizards dump Detroit. Detroit fucking sucks, man. <laughs> What's up with all these people going, like, uh... Look at Cade Cunningham. And then you look at his stats and he's, like, negative 16 BPM. Uh, 48%... 48 true shooting percentage. averaging, like, six turnovers a game. I got nothing I got nothing against Cade Cunningham. He seems like a good dude. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if I've heard him talk, to be honest. So I don't know if he's a good dude. But... <laughs> I don't know why I said that. He seems like he, he might be an upstanding gentleman. Who knows? But, uh yeah so we got a good chunk of the season going um I don't know where i want to start uh let's start with let's start with the celtics uh you know um if you this might just be like an online thing but if you know if you were just a you know casual observer you know you you catch a game here and there and you're a uh you know you say you're a celtics fan and you look at twitter you would think. The Boston Celtics were, like, this, you know, mediocre, like, 8-8 team by the vibe of the fans. And I get it, you know. I get it. It's a lot of angst, right? You want them to win. Uh, if we hold with their net rating, it's going to be three straight years of a top two <laughs> net rating, right? In the Udoka year, they finished two. Last year, they were one. Right now, they're one. Uh... That's that's a lot of good basketball, right? And it hasn't resulted in the title and I get it. It's tough. But as it stands right now, they're a really good basketball team. <laughs> uh I've I liked what I've seen. There's some stuff that I haven't liked, but I mean on the whole and I look at things on the whole. I don't I look at things I like large numbers, I like large sample sizes, I like to look at, you know, the big picture. And I think the big picture is this is a really good team. Um, did they fix every single problem they had? No. I mean, I do think uh, you know, some of the issues that I had with the team, uh, it wasn't really issues. It was just okay. this needs to happen if they're gonna, you know, want to win a championship. And I think, you know, it's still end of the day. It stems from Zero in number seven, right? And I think uh I think Zero has held up his end of the bargain. Obviously he's the best player on the team. Monster. On off swings, all that kind of stuff. Uh but I still think there's ways to go for him. And I think uh you know, we wanna win a chip. He's gotta be he's gotta be better, right? It's gotta be better. Um Jalen, Jalen's had a, a weird year, uh it feels like every other game, he's kind of like, what's he doing out there, (laughs) right, it's just like, what are you doing, bro, (laughs) but a lot of it is just missed shots, right, and and I think a lot of, a lot of Jalen's value is as a shot maker, right, and so when he's going like six for 20 or whatever, six for 18, you're just like, what the fuck, bro, (laughs) but again, that's not the norm, right, and so I expect Water to kind of find its level, I think he's, Again, this is a this is a different kind of configuration, right? You insert Porzingis, you insert Drew Holiday into a team. You have to figure out on the fly, right? How to how to get that, how to get your game in line with theirs. And I think he's making a concerted effort to get his game in line with theirs. But he's also, you know, one of the things you love and one of the things you you, you kind of get annoyed with Jalen is he's ultra aggressive, man. He, right? You know. He's a guy that's always in attack mode, and I think that's that's one of the great greatest things about his game. But it also can be a you know a uh, a um, downside when you have all this talent, right? So, I do think you know there are some things to iron out with those two. I but I, uh, with the new additions, I've been fucking thrilled with Porzingis. Porzingis, uh, no notes. Like seriously, I mean, I, I, I on defense, he's been. Fantastic at the rim, really good in space. On offense, he's fit like a fucking glove. You know, yeah. He's uh, um. Sorry, he has kind of been in a little bit of a slump from three, but like the the spacing, the post ups, the fucking screens, the passing has been a fin- it's been fantastic. the The two man game with him and, and Jalen, man, fucking unreal, man. Really, really good stuff. Um, Drew, his defense has been fantastic. I mean, the guy is rock solid as you can can expect on that end. He's really fucking good. This is a, a five time all defensive team guy. Obviously, he is a fantastic defender. Right now, I would say he's like top five in defense. Just so, you know, in my in my opinion, right? I would say he's been a top five or ten defender in this in the league. I mean, on that end, I've been fucking thrilled with him. I just <sighs> he bugs me on offense, and I think it's a lot. Of just ugh. I, I look at his game. and I am just like, this is not you know what I would ex- expect out of a point guard. <laughs> and I've always kind of thought that his game is a little, It's not that fluid for a point guard. And I thought, no, I didn't think I didn't think that's what we were I didn't think that's what we were getting. I knew who Drew Holiday is, and that's why I was a little uh when, when when the uh when the uh rumor started that we were going to get him I was like ah cuz y'all know me I'm not the biggest holiday fan and again it all stems from his uh creation and his uh uh offensive kind of uh skill set I just I just I don't know and it, it's even worse when he's kind of in a slump from three shooting like I don't know what he's shooting. I think he. I think he's around like thirty-two percent on the season from three. Not good. He's not really finishing that well off drives. Uh, I get. I get a little annoyed because he seems to be in love with his left hand. But you know he's kind of biffing a lot of uh, easy finishes that you could use his right for. Uh, he also kind of has this like fetish for just posting up. <laughs> I just think he just loves posting up. And it's cool. You can if he's got if he's got a little guy on him, yeah, po- you know, put that nigga in the rim, right? Po- post him up, right? But sometimes he'll just like post a wing like a guy who is, you know, much larger than him. <laughs> I just don't understand. He did that in the playoffs, right? And he started posting Bam at of bio. I don't know if I I vividly remember him doing that at least like once or twice, uh, maybe multiple times. I uh, just like, what is this nigga doing? <laughs> I don't know, I'm just like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> Who does he think he is? Like, you know, it's just like he he does that little fucking little hook shot, man. And I'm just like, it's just like those little things that just kind of grind my fucking gears. I'm just watching him. But, you know, I, I'm not going to hate too much on the Navy. Like I said, he's been really great on defense. And I think there's a reason, you know, there's all have been really great on defense. And he's part of it. Him and Chris steps, have been amazing. Um, Yeah. I mean, let's talk about the, the real heroes of the team though. It's Derek White and Al Orford. These are the two best players in the league. Derek White has been amazing. Uh yeah, he's been he's been fantastic. I one I mean the nigga the nigga cut his hair off and just like the confidence <laughs> like I don't understand. Sometimes I watch him and he's just like the way he's taking shots off the dribble like he's fucking like an all-star, man. Like he's got insane confidence right now in his jump shot and, and it's really helping. Like the team is so good when he is just like making it making it happen, right? Like and he can. He can make it happen. He's got he he's, he's got it, man. He's got a nice little inside floater game. Uh he's got the pull-up three now. He can get to the pull uh, in, in the mid-range if he wants to as well. And his defense, bro. You've never seen a nigga <laughs> block shots at this size like this, man. Like, the guy is just insane. I don't get it. I don't understand how he does it. <laughs> like, like I, I think I tweeted something. He's He's all... All what can't he do, right? Like, what what can Derrick White not do on the court, right? And obviously, Tatum is a part of that group. What can Tatum not do? Al Horford, first team, what can't he do? Man, shout out Al fucking Horford, man. Man, anytime, anytime, anytime I discuss Al Horford, it's, it's a good time. Because Al Horford is unquestionably one of the best Celtics I've ever watched. And... It amazes me he's, I don't, what is this, what year is this for him? 17 or something like that? I don't know. He's 37. I need to see his birth certificate. (laughs) I will be leading a birth, a birther campaign, Birth whatever whatever Trump did to Obama, I will be leading that game for Al Horford because I do not believe this nigga's 37. He must be fucking 25. Shout, Shout out Al Horford, man. Like, that guy is absolutely... Absolutely, uh, the best player on this team. <laughs> I also want to shout out uh, Derek White's dad. Shout, shout out Richard White, aka Mister White, aka fucking uh, stand on business. <laughs> Someone said that to me. He really do that, Mister White, bro. He is, he is one of the best Celtics fans because. It's all to him. It's all about the game, and you know he's you know this nigga's a true hoop head, because it'll be like fucking eight a.m. I'll go on Twitter, I'll see this, I'll see this dude talking about NBA.com hasn't uh, refreshed their hustle stat page. <laughs> this nigga just <laughs> fucking didn't refresh on the hustle stat page because he wants to see the numbers, bro. That's a real hoop head right there. Shout out, shout out, Richard White. <laughs> Seriously. You gotta love that guy. He's absolutely living the dream. Growing up in Boston, Celtics fan. You have a kid, turns out to be a fucking amazing basketball player. Guess what? He gets traded to the Celtics. <laughs> like come on, man. You can't write it better than that. Like that is that is absolutely the dream. But anyway, that's Shout out, shout out Al Horford. Shout out Derek White. Shout out Richard White. Uh, shout out Tatum. JB. Uh, shout out Chris Stapps. I know you don't fit in that fucking pool, nigga. <laughs> he, y'all seen that, right? He put a he put a he put that pic on Instagram or whatever it was. It was probably Instagram. The pool said three feet three inches, nigga. You seven three. You don't fit in that fucking pool. Tell him to get a bigger pool. Uh but yeah, Celtic's, Celtics are really fucking good, bro. Uh It it'd be the funniest thing, like, it'd be something some nigga uh on Twitter going like, Oh, this team fucking reeks this team you like I can't believe you always you guys aren't seeing this and then and then you'll see like a uh like a synergy whatever. A compilation of all the Celtics rankings and like uh, net rating and all that shit. It's just says one, 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 one. I'm just like, oh, all right, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess this team really fucking blows. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is not a perfect team. It isn't. It, you know, there's never gonna be a perfect team. I think. A lot, I think a lot of people get. You know, I think the like the KD Warriors really fucked everybody's brains up. <laughs> the KD Warriors. Were a flawless, uh, no flaw. Like seriously, they had no flaws. Like you, there was just no hope of beating those, those guys. Right, this was this was a team that was seventy three nine and added one of the three best players in the world <laughs> at the time. Right, and the Southern's are really fucking good. They have a stacked team. They got fucking five guys who I could say bring. I say six guys who who can bring you all-star level value in the right situation and in this current situation they're in. That's really fucking good, right? Excuse me, sorry. Uh, But they're not a perfect team. I don't think the perfect team exists. There's no other team in the league who is playing at a level above them, right? So... Yeah, they have their flaws. They have their issues. Uh there're going to be times where it looks it looks garbage because that's every fucking NBA season, right? Air 82 games. <laughs> 82 games. E- even in like the best case scenario where the Celtics win like let's say they win 60 games, they're going to lose fucking 20. 20- Two games there are gonna be 22 nights where you are watching this team shit the bet. 22 times a season at minimum right because i don't think any team's gonna I, I i honestly look looking at the league i think we'll be lucky if we if we get a 161 team and i think it's gonna be probably a low sixty win team just because there's so many good teams in the league so many so much talent but like right like we're talking like the absolute best case scenario you're gonna be very disappointed 20 times (laughs) so i just i think some people need to realize that yeah they're gonna lose sometimes and when they lose it's probably not gonna be good (laughs) they're gonna they're gonna probably lose in a dumb fucking way you know it's probably gonna be a game where uh tatum looks like like a like a fucking uh scrub right or something like that right And that's going to happen. But, like I said, I like the large picture. I like the large sample. And over the 82, they're going to be better. They're going to be better than the other team more often than they aren't. Right? So, okay. Let's go. And that's why, to me, the regular season, with this team in particular, I'm just, like, over it. I'm not over it. I'm obviously, because I'm obviously watching every single game. I love basketball, right? I'm going to watch the fucking games. But, uh... It doesn't matter to me if they finish, like, one, two, three, or four, right? I mean, I would like them to finish in the top four cause I don't want to have to watch them, you know, not have home court or whatever. I want them to be good, but it's like the ultimate test is, okay, we need to get back to the Eastern Conference Finals. We need to finish the business there, and then we need to go and kick who's ever in the finals. That's what needs to happen for me. I need to win a championship. And to me, this eighty two is all about the process of, of of becoming that team that can win a championship. And it's gonna be a process. We got two new niggas on this team. We done traded fucking four guys, right? Four like important guys that were on not only just this team, but like the last six teams or whatever you're talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a good chunk of this of this like run, we traded so uh it might look a little different to me it looks more or less the same right so we just got a a really tall white man <laughs> knocking down threes and uh doing alley dunks for the most part it looks mostly the same but i i like i i think they're on the right path i like what i've seen um and really like it so like the defense has been fantastic right the the overall philosophy, and, and Joe talked a lot about throwing curveballs, and I think they've been throwing a lot of curveballs at teams, and, and mixing them in a lot of different stuff. Uh, and on most most metrics, they're uh, when you adjust for like uh, schedule an opponent and opponent stuff, they're number one, right? So I, I think they've really got back to the you know you're not fucking scoring on us, and if they're in that mode then i'm a little uh, more forgiving about the the offensive clunkiness or whatever cuz it just is going to be it's going to be what it is right we don't have a generational type like offensive guy on this team as good as Tatum is i think he kind of ranks as like a really really good offensive player uh his value is the fact that he's fantastic on both ends right and you know we don't have like a, a jokic or steph curry or a uh, I don't know, a LeBron type, you know, guy, right, and that's, that's, that's kind of where it is, so, you know, so, I, I expect the offense to not be absolute. I expect them to have nights where they're just kind of, you know, taking turns, because that's just what these niggas are, they just, you know, they're not fucking, <laughs> they're, you know, they're not Steve Nash, whatever, okay, I understand that, so I'm okay with that, and uh, for the most part, I do think you know, it has is uh, you, you know the whole taking turns thing can be good, and I do think you know uh, spreading the wealth a little bit will help. Uh, but I do think at the end of the day, it's just going to be. Excuse me again, sorry. Uh, making shots, right? So, not only making shots, but taking the right shots. So, on this recent downturn, our threes are down. They need to take more threes, right? Everybody's you know, fucking mad that they've become this three-point happy team, but that's where where they get their fucking money, man, like, they need to take a lot of threes, that is how their offense is gonna, you know, be what it is, because it's not fucking, they don't have Jokic, they don't have LeBron, they don't have Steph Curry, like, they don't have these built-in offensive advantages that some of these other teams do, like, uh, the Nuggets don't have to take a lot of threes because Jokic is literally just going to find uh, 10 cutters under, <laughs> under the basket <laughs> a night, right? And and they're going to get uh, free layups damn near every trip, so they don't need to, uh, you know, LeBron James. Like, his teams don't need to be leading teams in, in threes. Be not, you know. It's not, I'm not talking about, you know, now, but I'm like, you know, prime brawn. Like, they didn't need to be leading the league in threes because guess what? This guy's on one-man free train in transition, and he's going to pick you apart in half court no matter what. It sounds like, again, like I said, they don't have that. So, they need, that needs, that needs to be their advantage. that they're going to bomb some three, and they're going to make those threes. So, I have seen guys... Pass up threes in recent games. They need to fucking rip it. Porzingis, when he gets back, he needs to rip it. I've seen him pump fake himself out of at least, you know, I don't know, like 10 threes in the past week and a half. Bro, you're 7-3. Niggas can't fucking get to you. The pump fake is cool, but just rip it, bro. I don't care if it goes in or not. Just rip the fucking three. Tatum had a, a game where he took three threes. Nigga, What? I don't care who can shoot the fucking ball. God damn. That is you know, that is why I've never really gotten mad at the Celtics taking taking threes, because they need to. They fucking need to. Like I don't know what people are, are mad about, but that's going that is how they're going to win games. Taking lots of threes, so we'll see. But like I said, defense is back. Clamps are back out, bro. The clamps are back out. Uh, and if that maintains the regular season, then we just need to be, like, good on offense, right? It doesn't need to be perfect. Maintain this defense and just be good on offense. And we'll be fine. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. There's really much else to talk about. Sam Hauser is fucking lacing him. I don't wanna say I was right, but like I said, we didn't need the other nigga number twelve because we have this guy, bro. <laughs> he does everything, man. He he can defend, moves out the ball, you pass it to him. It the three's going up. It is going in. The prettiest jump shot I ever seen. Uh yeah, you know, shout out uh shout out Peyton Pritchard, who has been hooping as late uh as of late. Um he is narrow he, he 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 was getting there man he was getting to the ojal zone like like he was very close to the ojal zone <laughs> and if you're unfamiliar with the ojal zone um that is the zone uh for a player who in my opinion if i see them on the court i don't think they should be on the court because i don't think they're going to do anything <laughs> with their time on the court. So so <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry, I'm a I got I'm i I've had this fucking cough for like three weeks. Maybe I'm dying. I don't know. But as I said, uh Ogela's own uh useless niggas <laughs> and Peyton Peyton was trending that way when he when he wasn't hooping. And I got I when I watch him and he is playing like a six uh A 5'11 shooting guard. I get pissed. Because. Bro. You're 5'11. You can't. You can't play off ball too. Right. Put. If the ball is going to be in your hands. You got to go. And do something with it. You can't just start like dribbling in circles. And then pick up your dribble. And then go like. Oh. Sorry. (laughs) Like bro. That's not. You can't do that. You just can't. That's just. No. But he's hooping. Right. He's had some. He's had some. Uh. Half-court finishes in the paint uh, where he's kind of just using his using his strength, uh, pushing people off him. And, hey, man, whatever you got to do to get inside there and be a threat, you got to do it. And if, if, if that uh, can be a trend for him going forward, and it might not be versus all the teams, right? I know versus, like, really switch-heavy teams, he just might be useless. And uh, that is what it is. You're, you know, the fucking eighth guy on the team. I, I don't expect you to be good versus everybody. I just need you to, you know, be good uh, sometimes, right? <laughs> I I think, in my opinion, uh, so your top seven, those are the guys, that, like, if you're top seven, all those guys, they can play in just about, you know, any matchup, right? Then you're really, you're a contender. You're a team that's going to be really fucking good. At a minimum and uh outside of that you're if you're a if your eighth guy you know he can't play in any matchup, you're probably fine. your eighth guy does not need to be uh this like you know uh virtuoso who is like killing killing teams he just needs to be a guy who you know if on on an odd an odd night they can kind of help you out and i think Peyton Pritchard fits that bill right now. I, 3 ball is looking good from him too. Uh but yeah, uh that's about it on the Celtics. Um I was going to talk about other teams to make me maybe make another segment but fuck, it's like fucking midnight, bro. I can't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am tired, and, you know, I don't want to do that, uh, but anyway, thank you for listening, once again, um, shout out my guy Boat, if you're listening, uh, this episode's for you, because I wasn't gonna do this shit, but I did it, so, peace!